welcome to Conversations with Craig. I'm Craig DeRoche, the president and CEO of Family Policy Alliance. Perhaps you've heard a story like this before. A person seeks a meal at a restaurant but is denied service. You might associate that type of story with something straight out of the 1950s, but it just happened in Virginia and not for the reasons that you might be thinking. Today, I'm sitting down with Victoria Cobb, president of the Family Foundation, as she tells the whole story. But before we hear from Victoria, it's time for One Minute with Craig, where I give you my take on the topic of the week in only 60 seconds. Here we go. Three, two, one. Today's Christians face cancel culture everywhere, on social media, in their relationships, and now even at local restaurants. But here's my take today. As Christians, we shouldn't be surprised when we face opposition. No, that doesn't mean it's good or that we would allow it to stand. There's a reason we at Family Policy Alliance and others around the nation work to defend religious freedom and push back against cancel culture. We're told in the Bible to expect opposition as Christians. At different points, Jesus referenced persecution and suffering at the hands of enemies. And in 1 Peter, we read, but even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Let me be clear, what Christians experience here in America is not the same as the very physical and acute persecution that happens in other parts of the world. It's not. And we should be thankful for the incredible religious freedom that we do have here, and we should strive to protect it. But when, not if, but when we face opposition because we are standing for Christ in biblical values, we should not be surprised. We should be ready to face it with joy and even prayer for those who are opposing us. That's my take for today. Now I'm pleased to introduce Victoria Cobb. In today's hostile political environment, politicians who hold family values encounter tremendous pressure to compromise and shed their principles. As a result, many of them tire from the stress and leave public office. We believe this can change. Family Policy Foundation established the Statesman Academy to train Christian men and women called to public service with the skills necessary for successful policymaking. Through the Statesman Academy, they connect with like-minded legislators who are focused on making an impact for generations to come. Learn how you can be a part of the vision by clicking the link in the description. Uh, folks, if you didn't know about uh, Victoria before, you're going to be amazed to hear what she's up to now. And uh, Victoria, it's such a privilege to be with you. Take, thank you for taking time to to, to share uh, what's going on with, with our audience here. Uh, we know how busy you are on the holidays. No, oh, we're glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And so here's the, let me try to set this up the right way. Uh, um there's a lot of people that that preach uh, uh, tolerance and, and, and love, and, and they're saying that Christians are lacking that. But at the same time, it seems the most intolerant uh, 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 um, and least loving things come uh, uh, toward Christians. And an example, this is my descriptions. I know you're going to be more charitable than that. But you, you had what going on and what happened at a restaurant, uh, I believe, about a week ago now. Yeah, we were simply trying to bring together some of our supporters and just meet at a restaurant for a coffee and dessert type event where we could share about our work. And we had had a reservation for several weeks uh, for just a private room. 
at a place called Metzger's. And long story short, about an hour and a half before we were to show up, our guests would have shown up. Uh, they called a member of my team and said, um, some of our wait staff is LGBTQ and they don't feel comfortable. They refuse to serve you. So we have to cancel the event. And, and so th- this is the thing that, that gets me. And, and um, we, we've heard of this before in, in Colorado, where we're based in Colorado Springs Family Policy Alliance. You know, there was the baker when they said, you know, you're, you're going to uh, uh, be forced to bake a cake, even though it's against your values. Uh, um, Christians thought, wait, wait a second. Uh, um, that's actually a protected right in the Constitution. But it's also this kind of an, an, an American thing. You know, uh, um, what was your take as people explained to you that when when they said, uh, uh, Victoria, the, the Virginia Family Foundation, um, do you want to force these folks uh, to, to, you know, entertain you and, and to be um, serve you? What, what was your response for that? Yeah, so it is interesting that people draw the comparison and surely it is a free market. So we went to another restaurant and we found people that would serve us and we're glad that they did. Um, But it's funny because I I like to share with people, it's not really an apt analogy to compare directly the baker, which is what most people reference, Jack Phillips, our friend, who said, look, I'll make you a happy birthday cake if you're a member of the LGBT community. I'll, I'll serve you. I just can't myself participate, make a cake in a same-sex wedding, because that is me participating in something that I believe is offensive to God. So in that case, it's really about the key event, the actual activity, and him having to violate his religious beliefs. In this case, what was interesting is it basically was a sign like, hey, Christians, conservatives, people who believe, I mean, because they actually put out a post and said, we felt unsafe based on our LGBTQ beliefs. And also um, they mentioned the abortion issue, basically. And so, you know, the the better situation, really, what they did in our case is basically put up a sign saying, just don't even come in here for any purpose whatsoever. And we won't serve you any food. That's, that's kind of more appropriate way to kind of look at the two scenarios and realize that um, they didn't do this as a result of their faith. They just didn't feel like they wanted to have us. (laughs) So yeah, and and, and you're smiling and it is you know, it's it's one restaurant, it, it's one thing, but what we're seeing out there uh, um, with Victoria Cobb, the Virginia Family Foundation, uh, one of the strongest leaders in America in this issue is unfortunately, what we're seeing from the left and what we're seeing from these ideologies, people that aren't looking to God as a true north uh, for, for their truth, making up these, these, these uh, different bases for who's a human being, who isn't, they're replacing equality with equity, right? You know, in saying that not every human being is equal. That's a scary thing because what you just described gets us back to after 50 years of progress, there's still people alive. You and I both know that, that we're told they couldn't go into restaurants. They couldn't sit at the table. They couldn't sit in the front of the bus because of who they were. Because yeah, of who we're, they were. And, and that's what you're being told. Yeah. When you're a Christian, it's, it, it, it isn't a, a label or an identity that you have. It's, it's who you are, just like your race or your creed or your, your national origin and, and these things that are protected in our constitution. And that's, you, you had another restaurant you could go to, but it's, it's kind of scary, the regression that we're having in civil rights in America. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say, you know, at this hour? Yeah, I think the bottom line is in this case, the harm is minimal, right? We can say not tremendous loss on our, in our situation, but there are a lot of, we'll say denial of services or cancellations that could be detrimental to Christians where they actually can't find the service somewhere else in the marketplace or they are 
financially devastated by the the, the, the cancellation. Um, and the thing is, it's based on irrational fear or prejudice against people who have a certain faith. They never met us. They don't know who we are as individuals. They don't know that we would have treated them kindly with charity. In fact, I like to tell people the Christian call of treating other people is actually higher than anybody else um, and how they interact with people. We're actually you know, instructed and by our faith, the very faith, faith that threatens them in some way is actually the faith that would require us to treat them well as they served us. And so that's the challenge is helping people understand that faith is actually the motivator for great things and helping them just respect that in a basic way in a pluralistic society. Well, and, and that is such an amazing point. And, and this is why you're... I, this is my belief. This is why God uses you so powerfully, Victoria. Year after year, I'm with Victoria Cobb, the president of, of the Virginia Family Foundation, just this wonderful organization. You've had this outpouring of, of support from all over the, the country since this happened. Uh, we're on here with the Family Policy Alliance uh, to letting our folks know um, this is what we do, right? That, that people say, well, I wanna do something about this. I, I wanna take action. And, and I think this is a perfectly fine example of where we say, listen, uh, not everybody has the time to, to uh, um, you know, go down to these restaurants and protest. Not everybody has the time to file a lawsuit and to do this or to change a law or to stick up for the civil rights of other folks. But it's a blessing that you exist, the, the Virginia Family Foundation. It's a blessing that you have 39 other peers in the country now in other states. We'll have the link for you here as to how you support your family policy uh, councils, as as we call them, but it's also important that we support the Family Policy Alliance and our ability to do this. Because if if you're looking for action and mobilization, that's the business that we're in, isn't it? That that's what what your organization does. So could you tell us a little bit about what your organization does in the context of your peers too? That that not just you, but 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 um, how folks that support these family policy councils what they get when, when, when they support yeah. FPA and the, and the family policy councils. I, I, I mean, you make such a great point. I mean, this touched a nerve because most people know that groups like the Family Foundation, and as Craig mentioned, there's one in nearly every state, not quite there yet, but hopefully that's part of the work of the Family Policy Alliance is to help get those 10 more states to have a family policy council. But people know that we're at the tip of the sphere, that, that if this is happening to us, it's just moments before it will happen to them if they carry the same views. See, we're out front, we're in the public square, we're willing to put our beliefs in the newspaper, at the Capitol, um, and so we're comfortable in that space, and therefore we're gonna be kind of the target of the cancellation. But people know that's coming for anybody who believes these things. And so when people support organizations like us, they can feel comfortable that there's somebody pushing back on this culture. There's, there's groups out there that know that if we don't stand for religious freedom, the fabric of our nation, that thing that has made America so unique in the entire world um, with regards to our love for free speech and our love for freedom of religion and the ability to exercise our faith, that thing won't be available to our kids and our grandkids. And so people understand that. And that's why a lot of folks are supporting these individual family policy councils, but also the network, the connection between these groups is so valuable because we headed up by Family Policy Alliance can sit together in a room and talk about the threats to groups like us and to Christians broadly in this cancel culture. We can sit there and say, okay, 
you've had this experience with a restaurant. Someone else has had an experience with a database. Somebody else has had an experience where they've been canceled by uh, an insurance company, won't cover them. Um, these are real, they're happening all the time. And when you collectively put people in a room, they can solve the larger issue. They can tackle the broader thing rather than just the one-off instances. And that's really where Family Policy Alliance comes in is seeing the national picture and putting together the coordinated national strategy to challenge those that really want to push Christians out of the public square, want to push Christians, even as we're seeing out of the marketplace, want to say there's not a space for your voice, for your views. We can't even tolerate. You know, it's funny. I saw uh, today the, the not the B, if anybody's ever heard of that, you know, did an article about this and they talked about we're inclusive, but not inclusive, inclusive. And that's really what a lot of the tolerant folks are saying. We're, we're tolerant, but actually not of your views. And that's where we've got to push back. Amen to that. And, and thank you so much, because that, that's what we have the privilege of doing together. We have the privilege of, of, of being the hands and the feet to, to, to uh, serving you as you support the Family Policy Alliance and the Family Policy Councils, because folks, it, it, it's been a tough year. You know, one of, one of uh, Victoria's um, colleagues had her office firebombed on Mother's Day for, for supporting uh, uh, unborn lives, you know, trying to protect those lives so they, they might be able to come forward and experience this world. Uh, um, our office in Colorado Springs, where, where uh, we're in one of the focus buildings, uh, was vandalized because somebody that practices a transgender lifestyle in their own life uh, uh, practiced violence and, and, and killed five people and, and, and uh, tried to kill uh, more than a dozen uh, more people. And that was uh, blamed uh, because of the nature of, mm-hmm. of, of how this person lived their life and their parents uh, for some arbitrary and, and weird reason. Uh, um, our offices uh, at, at Focus uh, were, were vandalized. And so uh, this is very real, but it's a very it's a very privileged position to serve the Lord. Uh, we attempt to glorify his name and, and, and we attempt to be his hands and feet in this. And we are equipped uh, as we go into the new year, know that uh, folks like uh, um, Victoria Codd, there's none better. And the Virginia Family Foundation uh, have uh, legal staff, they have policy staff, they have communication staff to lean into this, to try to make sure that Folks, not people are excluded, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, in the LGBTQ community or any other community from restaurants, but to make sure that our country moves forward with love and the tolerance that that Christ uh, taught us all and and, and is is told us, He's put that in our heart and He's instructed us to live that way. So uh, we want to thank you all for your support. We want you to know as the year goes on that we need it, but 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 that we're already fighting. It's not contingent. It's already out there. We, uh, uh, I'm going to give you the last word here, uh, Victoria, uh, before I wrap up and, and give some encouragement because you're already on the field. You're already making uh, headway. And, and what has happened? Is this diminished your work? Is is, is this uh, uh, pulled you back in any way? Or are you leaning into this and are you getting more support than you've ever had to continue to stand up for our rights as Christians in America and in Virginia? Yeah, we're so thankful for all the people that have reached out in support and some who have said, yeah, actually, for the first time, do need to contribute to an organization like this because I get now what they're actually on the front lines to do. So it's been actually something that, you know, we talk about God makes all things, um, you know, he can work all things for good. And I think that he has done that in this situation. And our legal arm is just going to continue to 
uh, work aggressively when these things happen to other people. You know, we see people lose jobs. We see people um, just experience hardship as a matter of practicing their faith. And that's what our groups are here to do is to say, you know what, we're going to advocate you in, for you in the Capitol when we when we have legislation we can push, we're gonna then, you know, in other cases have to litigate for you in the courtrooms. Whatever it takes to defend religious freedom, that's what we're gonna do. And we know that Family Policy Alliance has our back while we do that and can help support the work we're doing and can try to build the network so that there's no state that is left without a group like ours standing there defending religious freedom. So thank you so much, Victoria Cobb, uh, the president of the Virginia Family Foundation for being with us. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to support the Family Foundation and the incredible work they do, check out the link in the show notes. Once again, I'm Craig DeRoche, the president and CEO of Family Policy Alliance, and this is Conversations with Craig. Talk to you soon. Conversations with Craig is brought to you by Family Policy Alliance. Our vision is a nation where God is honored, religious freedom flourishes, families thrive, and life is cherished.